There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. So hold up. Yes. When they said it was a hundred bucks, why didn't you just pay the hundred bucks? Because my insurance company, I can't, I can't tell them what to do. They got to listen to the insurance company. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, because I, I you can't Scott, just. And then it's wait. Then, then they're like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, you, you now you touched it. Now you did it. Oh, you gotta play. You gotta gotcha. play their game. It's fr- it's very okay. frustrating. I'm, gotcha. waiting, I'm waiting for a call back from Monday. Uh, currently, it's Wednesday, so uh, you're at their mercy. So anyway, so now it backed up again. So they are coming back out. Uh, so what did I do? As soon as there was a flood in the basement, I said to Emily, "It's like, oh uh, yeah, if you don't mind, if you, you know, clean it out, I'm going to make some phone calls." So I just. Uh, I played like Angry Birds on my phone for like forty minutes, and then I <laughs> and then I called the uh, then I called the uh, insurance company. So, so she hold came on, you made her phone. clean up the sewage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your pregnant wife. It was diluted sewage. <laughs> There's so much clean water. Broadcasting from the Sandpiper Vacation Studios. It's time for the No New Friends podcast. The podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. The good, the bad, and the funny. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. It's showtime. It's showtime. That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast, voted number one by our friends and family and number three by the Orlando Weekly Readers Poll. We are the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. Now, if you'd like to connect with us on all of our social media, all of our links are right there on our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. While you're there, check out our really sweet merchandise and also join our clubhouse. Become a friend with benefits. That's our Patreon. And for as low as $2 a month, you get exclusive access to all of our unseen interviews, cutting room floor, and then watch uh, all, all of our recordings live as they happen whether we are on youtube or not speaking of which right now we are streaming live on the youtube uh, for everyone publicly we always stream segment one live every wednesday night right around uh, eight o'clock ish and then nnf reacts always directly after that i gotta smoke a cigarette real quick and then we do that my name is scott i am the host with me as always my amazing co-host the scumbag reselling hoarder himself chris it's a me i'm a, who keeps giving me the wrong script <laughs> 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 the Jewish American princess, Sarah. Hello. Our emotional support gay, Nick. Mary. Can I do that? <laughs> it's a pay or a penny. <laughs> I, I got the wrong script, too. Uh, <laughs> and our producer, Alex. Oh, what's up, buddies? So, guys, it's Wednesday, and uh, it's no longer, like, busy holiday season, so uh, Sarah Lewis and I resumed our trips to oh. Hollywood Studios today. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We did. And Glad we got invited. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? 
You're in Ohio. Would have been nice to, to get the invite, right? At least an invite, yeah. It's Jesus. like when, you, when you're having right. a wedding and you invite who you don't even like you, and you know they'll say no. You still got to send them the invite. Right. We or, send you pictures so you feel included. You just send us the right. same picture every single time. Well, <laughs> it's not different, different, different poses. Different <laughs> yeah, we're doing different poses. Today we held each other very each tight. Other. You're on Tower of Terror, and Sarah did not write it again. No, we were close. We were really close. Oh. We we were in the queue line, and when they asked how many, I said she allowed me to say three, and then she goes, "No, no, no, two and one non-rider." So we were close. We're we're getting closer. I think it's going to happen. Scott thinks he was close the whole time, and I had this mentality that I was never going to get on the ride anyway. So. <laughs> Did you tell her oh. there's like a bar at the top or anything? Well, see, I wanted that to you be a nice what? surprise. <laughs> yeah, before the drop, there's a there's a bar. But yeah, what I'm thinking, perfect. see, I make the mistake. We always do Tower of Terror first. And I'm thinking that we need to wait until after the tequila stand opens up mm-hmm. and then get her on Tower of Terror. Yeah. You know, I was actually thinking that today that I have done the things that I'm most scared of after tequila shots. So I think that we should reverse our process and like do anal? Tower of Terror lat. That's on you. Um, <laughs> and Nick, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> tequila made Chris do anal, but that was water actually, Nick. That wasn't no. tequila. Yeah, I was completely sober. So I'm gonna change up my strategy next time. So there wasn't like not a lot of eventful things happen. However, we were walking and I had to. So we always Sarah always starts the day off with a sweatshirt, uh, no matter what temperature it is. And then after uh, after Tower of Terror, she um, removes the sweatshirt and is down to a tank top. Chris, I had to do a double take and mm. I'm like, Sarah, did you get tan? She can't. Like, tan. It's is, impossible. Puerto, is Puerto Rico rubbing off oh, on you? Oh, oh, like Lewis? she's. I don't I know if she's a brown person spot. by insertion now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can do that. But Sarah has some color to her. Really? I, she does. And I said, Sarah, are you, are, are, do you go out and tan? And Sarah's response is? I pay for it um, because I do it myself. Once a week, we exfoliate and we reapply the tan. Oh. So, yeah. Yep. So totally fake. 100%. When I went to Puerto Rico, I actually started this before my trip to Puerto Rico so that <laughs> I was like. tan. <laughs> right. So I was tan when I got Ta-da. there and not try and get tan while I'm there because I would attempt that day one and end up burnt <laughs> as as can be. And then I would have ruined the rest of the time for myself. Scott, you should try that. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay with the, like, my wife is like, oh, I got to get some color and all that. I'm like, why? Who cares? Uh, the whiter, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. Um, well, when every single person tells you that you're blinding them with your paleness, <laughs> then you kind of want to adjust your skin tone if possible. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I've never really met anybody who's trying to become darker. Uh, well, I mean, during summer, I guess, you know, the, the bikini season. I I use the term bronze goddess. So bronze let's go with goddess. that. <laughs> yes. It's yes. Like a salad dressing ad. Salad works. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you already have a nickname. I I can't I can't change it up anymore. I've, I've already, already cut that. T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's really only the first two days, if I'm being completely honest, then it fades out. So it's all right. <laughs> I fa- this is this was fascinating to me also. So we're Sarah had to buy the this pair of jeans, uh, like these 1970s bell bottoms. It was like I was a little bit thrown off by the whole mm. what was happening, um, but mostly because I was fueled by Bud Light and not really paying attention anyway. But she's like, OK, well, I financed them. And I don't I don't know what that means. Finance things like I, I, the only thing I finance is a car. But it was this whole like, yeah, uh, my notepad on my on my phone is all buy now, pay later. Mm. And I'm like, what are, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, like mm. this is how we're not broke. And I'm like, I. But don't you have to pay for it eventually? And like all at the same, like, how does that, I don't understand this. Um, it, I don't, I don't put things on layaway. I don't buy things and pay later to explain to me what this is. Well, it's not really layaway because isn't the concept of layaway that you have to pay for it before you get the item. Right. Right. right? Okay. And then you, you get the item okay. after you pay. Yes. yes. This is literally you're online mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. can pay a portion of it at the moment. And then every two weeks, it splits it into payments. And there's multiple apps to do this. And I'm very familiar with every one of those apps. <laughs> so basically, I owe, you know, $11 here, $30 there, like every two weeks. But it's fine because I have everything I want in the world. Okay. But let me ask this question. So what happens if you don't pay? Like, are, are the internet police going to come find you and take the jeans back? Actually, I genuinely think that it's based off credit. Like, it, oh, it so messes it'll, with it'll your, credit. your credit. So if Right. Oh. So if I don't pay, it'll hurt my credit. Also, I have it on auto pay. So as long as mm-hmm. I'm getting paid, they're getting paid. It's just and that Scott, I don't want to um, pay outright. Scott, <laughs> just say no credit is something that your wife has. <laughs> <laughs> but not you. <laughs> I just thought that I swipe my card and I get things. I didn't know that it's like no. a bill that you have to pay. I don't know yeah. anything about that. Chris, do you do you do this buy buy here pay or buy now pay later whatever? Yeah, so this buy now pay later thing's great. PayPal is the best because you just go on PayPal and you basically buy anything with the buy now pay later. The uh, where it gets a little dicey is when you do it so much and you just owe so much per week that you have to start like putting your groceries on the buy now pay later. So like my milk <laughs> is now financed over the next four weeks. That's when things start <laughs> to get a little complicated for me. But um, it's like you just have to. It's like a pop Ponzi scheme, but it's not illegal, but it feels like it. Huh. Mm-hmm. Now, is there interest rate on this? Like, so Zero is the milk interest. now $20? Really? Yeah, I don't There's, know. There are some yes. that charge interest. But we don't mess with there those, are. right, Sarah? We, we really try not no, to, honestly, unless that. you really want something. Yeah. And usually my husband is the one that says, sure, let's get this with the interest. And it really hurts my heart. But if it's what he wants, I have to mm. abide by it. Okay. So I have a big PayPal. That's very PayPal 0% interest. Uh, when you go into like a firm, sometimes a firm wants to take some money from you. Sometimes we don't, and we don't do that. We don't do that. We just, um, we just do PayPal over here. But yes, like I said, uh, my groceries are now financed. Like I'm paying for like groceries from three months ago still to this day <laughs> through buy now, pay later. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I'm I'm blown away. Well, while we're while we're talking about Sarah and her bronzing and her buy now pay later, um, Sarah, you've got a thoughts from a Jew for for us tonight, right? Wow. Oh. Yes, absolutely, I do. Thoughts from a Jew with Sarah in the crew, looking for a bargain every time it's true. A vintage treasure hunter, she's never a bore. Coming 
forced to uh, make this message for you. I was never really a big fan of you. It's just kind of hard for me to say anything heartfelt or nice. Um, oh man, it pains me. Like I feel like a, like a chest pain from saying anyway. You know, you weren't, you're not really around much. Um, so you're there like once every month. Once every, you've been gone for like the last couple months. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, you always have some kind of excuse for not show, showing up to the uh, to the show, and it's just infuriating. Um, like, what's that? What? Oh my gosh! I thought this was for the uh, the other the other girl host that was on the show. Oh my gosh, Sarah! Totally different story, Sarah. Uh, happy birthday, Sarah! You are a ray of sunshine. You are always in such a good mood. You're all whenever you show up to the podcast, just make your your energy, your happiness is just radiating to the rest of us. You are the best. Uh, I love every episode that you uh, that I can hear you talk now, since you uh, aren't interrupted by you know I'm, I don't know other people. Uh, it's just great to have you around. So happy that Scott heard thirty seconds of you on Nerd Archive podcast and thought, you know what, we need this girl on our show. Uh, so happy that happened. You are the best, Sarah. We love you and happy birthday. Hey there, Sarah. Justin popping in with a quick Oh my God. Happy birthday. Woohoo. Hoping you're having the best day ever. That's all for me. So Hey Sarah, happy birthday. This is Ryan. You know, Florida man, Jersey man, Ryan. You know, the one from North Carolina. You know, the tall one with a beard. Oh, I'm the one that you and your husband spent three days in the park with last fall. There was another guy there too. I can't remember his name. Bald guy, doesn't talk to me much anymore. What was his name? I feel like I won a gift card from him like a month ago and he still hasn't asked me for my address yet. Anyways, have a happy birthday, Sarah, and stay away from food trucks. Hey, No New Friends Podcast. What is going on, everybody? It is I, Lord Remy. Uh, first and foremost, from all of us here at the Roundtable family, we would just like to give a huge birthday shout out to Sarah. Sarah, happy freaking birthday. Also, I remember when I first met Sarah, uh, I oh, met her time. and Lewis when I was working back at uh, Rock and Roller Coaster over at uh, Hollywood Studios and the uh, photo department. So it was cool getting to know Lewis and Lewis and Sarah uh, while we were there and while I was working, actually. And uh, we just had a good time talking and whatnot. And, and Sarah was a, Sarah's a huge Star Wars fan, and so was I. And then uh, we just kept talking about Star Wars for a little bit. But then we took, a, took the normal Remy picture. But Sarah, happy birthday from all of us here at the roundtable. Now, before I go, I have a little joke for you, all right? A woman on a train walked up to a man across the table. Uh, she said, excuse me, but are you Jewish? Uh, no, replied the man. A few minutes later, the woman re the woman, re the woman, returned. Excuse me, she said again. Are you sure you're not Jewish? I'm sure, said the man. But the woman was not convinced. And a few minutes later, she approached him the third time. Are you absolutely sure you're not Jewish? She asked. All right, all right, the man said. You win. I am Jewish. That's funny, said the woman. You don't look Jewish. Sarah, happy birthday, and I hope you have fun, and please uh, stay safe. Hey, Sarah. It's Nick, your favorite emotional support gay, and hopefully the only emotional support gay in your life. 
Um, today, I just want to take a moment to celebrate the day that you um, came out of your mother's vagina. <laughs> and it's the only time I ever think about vaginas, so um, I want to take this moment to celebrate it. Um, so let's raise a glass, and by glass I mean a double shot of tequila, and raise it up to your mother. Well, let's raise it to yourself, because you know what? It's your birthday, and in any birthday celebration, you deserve all the tequila, and you deserve Lewis and those delicious gray sweatpants that he has on right now. Oh my gosh. Oh, sorry, back to you. Um, happy birthday, Sarah. Enjoy. Happy birthday, Sarah. We love you. You're the best bonus mom ever. They don't want to stay spending. Hi, babe. Um, yep, this is your Puerto Rican brown husband. Wishing you a happy birthday. I love you so much, mama. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for making my life better. Thank you for everything that you do for me and for the girls. I cannot ask for a better partner in life. You are so perfect. You're fantastic. You're amazing. I just want to wish you a happy birthday. And I can't wait to see what we're going to be doing on your birthday. So I love you so much. Te amo mucho. Y espero que tengas un buen día. Te amo. Hey, Sarah, it's Scott from, well, from the No New Friends podcast. Uh, just wanted to swing by, uh, wish you a happy birthday. Uh, thank you so much for joining me at uh, the theme parks on Wednesdays. Have a super fun time, even though I, I pout when you guys need to leave because, um, you know, 86 fun. But uh, you uh, are a great addition to this podcast and uh, even a better addition to my friend list. Yeah. So I didn't mean to go last, but uh, I wanted to give you and Chris and Nick and our listeners one last gift. Uh, so here it is. Happy birthday, Sarah. No new friends, just the old and the bold. In the world of kids, we're the ones who hold. Scott, Chris, Sarah, and Nick, a tale to be told. Welcome to the podcast where adulting unfolds. In community, where Scott makes his stand. He thrives Social interactions Where hilarity arrives Chris has come back With cards to trade Tears for no job But in collections he's made Pokemon cards And cliffs and notes to share A podcast journey With a comedic flair No new friends Just the old and the bold In the world of kids We're the ones who hold Scott
There you go. That was amazing. What the hell? That was awesome. Thank you, guys. Listen, I need a shot now because I wasn't supposed to be in tears. All right. (laughs) Yeah, we can pause. That song's not going to get a happy birthday soon. Oh, I I know. I I know, right? Listen to it in the car and. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I freaking love that thing. <laughs> that, was awesome. that was perfect. I mean, like, clearly the singers are, like, from Pakistan or that something. That was the but best part about it. Where everything I know, I unfolds. Know. Oh, my God. That was the, that was the best part. I know. I know. Yeah, I love it. was my favorite. It sounds like a, uh, it sounds like a Bollywood theme song. Yeah, right? I love it. I, it actually yeah. sounds like a 90s, uh, like, Power Rangers theme song. Like, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like you're getting ready to watch this, like, action-packed 90s show. Right. I'm very happy. I was very happy with the uh, <laughs> with how it came out. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> you're going to have to put that somewhere. Um, send me the link, oh, actually. Gonna... Yeah, set, send me the link, or not the link, send me the file, and I'll put it on, like, yeah. a, a, a looping video, and I'll put it on our, our YouTube channel. So that we, uh, yeah, that anyone, that. yeah, anyone who wants to hear it can, can listen to it. That'll be our new stream starting soon uh, song. Yeah, there you go. I see. I wasn't worried perfect. about stream starting yeah, soon. Perfect. Yeah, I just want to get that hook in everybody's head. That's all yeah, I care yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, so that, great. It, it was like Amazon customer support singing. I, that's the uh, best, that's <laughs> best part about it. I know. It's been a goal of mine. I've wanted kind of that rock anthem, and uh, and now we kind of have it. So. <laughs> I love the accent. That's the best I know, part I know. about it. At first, I didn't love it, and then the more I started listening to it, I was like, "Okay, I actually, <laughs> what, I think it gives it some personality." That's what makes it so good. I think, like, that's, <laughs> yeah. if it was if it was perfect, it wouldn't be good. You know what I mean? Like, right, if, right, if it right. sounded I mean, like we should hear this on the radio, and and like it, it wouldn't have been, the fact that the guy has like like he's like mispronouncing just with his accent, just a bunch. Of, that's what makes it so good. I love I it. I absolutely I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see Jaws in the chat. Need the MP3 like now. Right, right. <laughs> it's me. It's going to be number one hit tomorrow. <laughs> love it so it's going to go on the TikTok. <laughs> yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's make it trending on TikTok. Well, Chris, what would be what would be really fun is and this no uh, no deadline on this. Take your time. But if you kind of made a music video with it, oh, with no, like I, just videos that we already have. And if he did it tonight, it wouldn't be great. Yeah, and if he could get it done <laughs> tomorrow, that would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> well, let's just jib-jab it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you guys ready for Word of the Week? Yo, yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Praise your Savior, let him speak. It's Lord Remy's Word of the what is going on, the No New Friends Podcast? Hello, everybody. It is I, Lord Remy, with your word of the week. So this word is has to do with something being beautiful and blissful. And uh, this word is elation. Now, I know what you're saying to yourself. What? Remy, why, why are you discriminating discriminating European Asians? I don't know. It's, that's the word. It's called <laughs> elation, all right? So, uh, no, it does not have to do with European Asians, okay? So the word is elation. Uh, elation refers to something beautiful, blissful, or divine. It is often associated with a state of paradise or heavenly perfection. All right. Now, here is the history on the word elation. The word elation has its origins in Greek mythology. 
it is derived from Elysium, which was believed to be a paradise or afterlife realm reserved for the souls of the heroic and uh, virtuous. In Greek literature, Elysium was described as a place of eternal happiness and bliss. Over time, the term Elysian has come to be used more broadly to convey a sense of beauty, peace, and perfection. Hey guys, here's your joke, okay? Oh God. How do you embarrass an archaeologist? Well, give him a used tampon and ask him which period it came from. <laughs> and there you guys have it. That is your word of the week. And that word is Elysian. with a very special word of the week for Sarah's birthday episode. I wanted to write a very special poem that slays. So, here we go. S is for sweatpants. Sarah's favorite pants are Lewis's gray sweatpants. A is for annual. Sometimes Lewis and Sarah like to do annual. Past days at Disney. R is for rebel. From what dad told me, Sarah's a rebel. Something about the bathroom at work who wouldn't tell me? <laughs> a is for alcohol. On Wednesday, Sarah likes to drink a lot of alcohol. And H is for hair. Sarah's hair is so long that Rapunzel called and wants her hairstyle back. Well, guys, I have to go. I have a test tomorrow that I need to study for. And my American Girl doll just swallowed a cute little poop nugget. So I have to head to the ED. <laughs> That's all from me, Slay Queens. Happy birthday! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that was amazing. We made her every week. This poor kid does no idea. <laughs> we do also talk about how Elysian is not a word. I know. Let's back up to that because I've never heard I, it. I, I, I'm googling Elysian. E L because you would think it was E L A S I O N. I'm okay. Nothing. <laughs> nothing comes up. Then I look in the chat, and Remy puts this word in chat that's spelled. E-L-Y-S-I-A-N, which is Elysian. Nothing to do with Asians. I'm going to have to assume that that's the word that he did this week. Elysian. Uh, but Abby, please uh, correct me next week if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun one. That was really good. I love uh, that she uh, likes to use her, yeah, her annual... I'm here all year, guys. <laughs> no, Jesus. Just come in and What did she say? I'll be here all year? What'd she say? Yeah. <laughs> Scott just yeah, has that know. random person hanging out while recording podcasts. <laughs> yeah, just was that? Chit chatting. Yeah, yeah, is that your college, uh, yeah, yeah, college just, friend? No problem. I'll get up during trip. Never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, how was your cruise? Did I go somewhere? I don't remember. <laughs> no, I went on a cruise. I forgot. I don't. I don't know where I am anymore. Um, I'm in the basement right now. Well, lay off those. I actually don't have any. My husband was supposed to bring me some an hour ago. And he forgot. So uh, um, maybe because he, he ate them. <laughs> so um, if you didn't watch me live on YouTube. Um, I was on a cruise. That's homophobic. Yeah, it is. Um, but I was on a cruise. I was on the biggest cruise, the biggest ship in the entire world, the Royal Caribbean Icon of the Seas. So it was um, massive. Talking about the cruise ship, not 
Sean's not Sean's dead. Stop talking about Lewis, uh, okay? I, I, I that gray sweatpants just keeps coming my head. Um, <laughs> so we have to explain that sometime. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll make sure he walks in front of the camera at the right time. Uh, So I just got back yesterday. Um, Sean and I were invited by Royal Caribbean to go on this three nights cruise um, on this brand new ship that comes out literally next weekend. Um, So we were able to experience the entire ship and we walked the entire ship. And by walked, I mean... We visited 25 cabins to do site, oh to do cabin tours, to see all the different cabin types available on the ship. Um, oh, I thought maybe they had a swinger app yeah, or something. Yeah, I thought you were looking for a lumberjack. I was looking for, for the grinder hookups. <laughs> so apparently, um, there, Sean and I did open grinder when on this cruise. And there is this, um, there's these salients that are called Atlantis Cruises. It's a gay company that puts on these gay cruises basically and it's all gay men um there was literally an atlantis cruise ship right next to us with oh. seven thousand gays on the royal caribbean oasis of the seas right next to us and my grinder was blowing up but they're on a different ship unfortunately uh, so. you think you were able to be like i can make the swim yeah i can make oh, the swim speaking of gummy my gummy finally arrived your gummy plug <laughs> uh I can just picture that uh, that uh, that yeah. ship, and I know Chris has already I, pictured yeah. that ship. No one is wearing no, any clothes no. on the, mm-hmm. uh, the the gay mm-hmm. cruise. There is just gay sex everywhere. Everywhere you look, the well, sex that's is a funny thing. Like, so on a normal grinder profile, you might have your name and like a little image or emoji or something like that. On the Oasis Atlantis cruise, it's all cabin numbers. It's literally just oh, your cabin my number. God. So those people are just laying in their cabins waiting for somebody to come in. Wow. Um, anyways, back to my cruise. Come in where? Um, <laughs> they were coming in, in me. Um, <laughs> on me. Uh, whatever. I'm equal opportunity. <laughs> Speaking of Lewis. Um, so <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Alex, don't cut that. Um, so, uh, as I said, we were invited on a very special sailing. Um, Royal Caribbean does these for every new ship that comes out. And it's um, a three nights cruise with the invited travel agents as well as influencers. So, we got to. Um, Which one were you invited as? Um, I was the travel agent this time, but hopefully, influencer yeah. next yeah, time. Next time. Um, yeah. So, actually, we're working on into it. a guy on there that I recognize that I've. Been Congratulations. <laughs> This wasn't the Atlantis cruise. Did you say uh, rammed no, a guy no, or no. ran into a guy? Um, ran into a guy that I had been following on Instagram for quite a while. He's a gay dad influencer. He's got three kids. Um, so we're super excited to chat with him and hang out. Um, There's other influencers on that didn't recognize half the people. It wasn't like a Disney influencer cruise where I recognized a lot of the vloggers. Right. Um, but we were at the casino one night and I look back and this guy's wearing a Roosevelt shirt, which Chris is familiar with the Roosevelt brand. Um, it's a like Teddy. Sure. No, sure. Actually, yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Roosevelt brands, um, if you want to sponsor me, I would love a um, partnership with you. 
super comfortable shirts. This guy was wearing the Pixar hoodie shirt that I just got for Christmas, too. And he was behind me at the casino. And I was like, hey, it's like, love your shirt. I actually have that same one on the ship with me. He's like, oh, cool. He's like, I'm actually partnered with them. Um, he's like, I'm an umpire for the Savannah Bananas. So, wow, that's so cool. We had a great conversation. I love he that was guy. Super, super nice. Very awesome guy. I'm like, I, I knew and I don't know sports, but we knew that kind of sports um, because it has choreography in it. So. <laughs> yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know who the Savannah Bananas are, because I didn't for the longest time, they're essentially the Harlem Globetrotters of of, yeah. of baseball. Um, they they it's. Uh, they they sing, they do flash mobs. They, it's it's a bunch of fun. And there's like different rules. So the games only last two hours, uh, much different rules, which I'm not going to get into. But if a fan catches a fly ball, it counts as an out. Um, but they wanted it to be super affordable for families. So like tickets are like 25 bucks a piece, uh, something like that. And they um, it's just a really cool night out for the family. It's very hard to get tickets because they're so inexpensive, but the umpire like twerks yeah. and dances behind the, like he's huge on TikTok. Yeah. He, um, he was ended up twerking with one of my friends and they got a video as well too. Um, so it's was, it was super exciting. It's just a fun experience, but it, it is three days of work. And I know people look at it and they're like, Oh, you're <laughs> on a cruise ship. That's not work, but it, it was a lot of work. Um, we put in a lot of steps. I looked at my watch at one point and um, my watch thought I was dying because I put in more steps than I do at a Disney park day. Um, but that ship is just so giant that we kept getting lost all over the place. And uh, it was a really cool experience. And unfortunately, we had to get off the ship yesterday. Did we get off yesterday? Monday. What day is it? I don't even know. You got off wow. on the ship? Yeah, or? I, got off, uh, yeah. I got off on the ship. Um, no, we got off the ship yesterday yeah, and you. they had um, another group come on for a three night sailing yesterday for their christening cruise um, where they have the godmother or godfather of the ship come on. Um, this one was a soccer player. Um, don't know his name, so I'm not going to hmm. respond back to it. But Mario Lopez was on it. <laughs> Uh, he's more important than the soccer these. player. Mario Lopez is not a soccer yeah, player, he's but he's more, more famous than the soccer player. The, from Save by yeah, the Bell. So, um, my friends that got on that sailing got to meet him and hang out. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, it was a really incredible experience, but these cruise lines and companies do it to, um, not just send us on a free cruise, but so that we can learn and educate ourselves on it so that we know what to explain to our clients and what to show our clients. So if we have somebody like Chris that tore his Achilles tendon, um, we saw, we saw an accessible cabin. So I knew what that accessible cabin looks like. And it would have been perfect for you. Had you hurt your Achilles eight months prior to just that? A little so, bit earlier. Just yeah. A little bit earlier. Yeah. Next so, time I'll plan accordingly. Yeah, next time I'm playing it better for your cruise. So you do, get a big, you did get a bigger cabin. Those cabins were pretty amazing. Mm. So. Now I do have a question about the, uh, icon of the seas. This is the first thing that came to mind, uh, that I've been meaning to ask you, but I wanted to ask you in person. I wanted to hear a personal answer from you. Uh, more or less orgies on the icon of the seas mm. compared to a virgin cruise. Oh, um, <laughs> these are important very important questions. questions. Oh yeah, sure. We, it wasn't a normal sailing. So there was All only, right. there was only 4,000 people versus the 7,000 capacity that the ship holds. Right. Right. <laughs> so there wasn't, so the opportunity as, wasn't there. Yeah. It wasn't as many mm. people, but I mean, I, we had one, let's be honest. Um, 
It's, it's been fun. <laughs> Ryan, who is in our chat tonight, heard all about it earlier. He was super excited and kept asking so many questions about it. He was very in love with that, especially somebody from North Carolina loves to hear about gay sex. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, uh, <laughs> and then also, follow-up question, how many semen and how many people that hmm. work on the ship? Oh, good question. <laughs> um, there's definitely a lot more semen than people that mm-hmm. work on the ship. Yeah. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. So if you want a book, if you're interested in uh, any of the stuff we're talking about, uh, bigger is better. I've heard right, Nick. So, uh, yeah. I kind of, the seas is your boat. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it's a giant cruise ship. It's a, literally a floating city. You can do everything from casinos to six water slides that were on board. There's seven pools. Um, yeah, that thing was massive. I watched your entire live and it's still uh if anybody wants to see the video, it's still on our YouTube channel. Um but we only went around like deck yeah, seventeen. Was I think massive. we're on deck seventeen. I I don't know what deck we were on when I was filming this. I just want to make sure I was on an open deck because I want to make sure the internet was better because they have that Starlink internet and all that stuff. Yeah. Um there's a that was it just was massive. There's just like yeah, a whole park. That was just one deck. Yeah. I'm like, wh- they have a central park on that yeah. ship, right? Yep. They have a central park. So our cabin yeah. actually overlooks central park area, which is a beautiful yes. um, area with tons of greenery and it's real live plants on there. And it's um, not in New York. So you don't have like the creepy people that are like lurking. In the oh, you'll, still, just, you'll still get some of those. Just a few. Yeah. Not yeah. as many though. It's, <laughs> I guess per capita might be the same. Yeah, Chris didn't book this cruise, so he wasn't on to be the homeless person. It's usually person, where I so. hang out. Yeah. yeah, it's usually where I hang out. I just sleep in the bush. I don't even. <laughs> I little, didn't book a room. With a little cup, book, jingling some quarters. I just, I just booked. I just booked the Central Park. I don't even book a room. Uh, yeah, and tons of tons of food around the ship as well too. There is crepes and mac and cheese and chicken nuggets and steakhouses and seafood and just everything. Is it gay to like crepes, Nick? Like, is that a gay thing? I mean, I like. I them. like the French thing because I. I'm no, I a, like my sister-in-law too. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, I know that's what yeah. I'm thinking. I'm, like, I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm. I'm working on uh, mathematically seeing where my gay percentages at. I didn't know if crepes would swing it in the positive or negative direction, or just the same. I, I think he isn't gay math. Yeah, um, if he is yeah, gay right. math, like it's like a percentage and a half. You're friends probably. with a gay guy. I like and the crepes. guy likes crepes. So yeah, yeah. I feel like you're gay. Okay. Then. Okay, yeah, I'll put up like a one and a half. I love crepes. Okay, then that confirms it. They're pretty good. Yeah, well, right by the crepe price, too. It's up in the Aquadome, which is a four. What's that? This Aquadome, it's like a 14-story tall waterfall um, Hmm. building that's inside on on a boat. uh, Yeah, on top of the ship. Um, but they also do a an aqua show. <laughs> they had one of those on the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> the current Titanic, the one that's at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a it's a water show that they do there on board the ship. Um, so oh. they have uh, high divers and they do acrobatic stuff. And there's just men in speedos everywhere. So it was a really oh. great place. Oh, hold to on, hang How? Out with your wing out. I feel like high diving would be a logistical nightmare on a, yeah, on a cruise because you think about it. The boats <laughs> I don't know how they were doing it. So if you dive, we were getting seasick, um, just sitting there having a cocktail that the cocktail splashing all over the place. I don't know how you can jump. Yeah, they're going to yeah, miss the pool. Exactly. <laughs> because they, like they jump, the boat's <laughs> yeah. moving. They're going to land I, in the ocean uh, because the boat's still moving. You believe in science, Scott? I didn't realize this. So with science, um, objects in motion, stay at motion, objects at rest. Yeah. So I think the person would miss the pole, I feel, if the boat's rocking. 
or end up in the ocean. I mean, because if they jump, if they, like if they jump and the boat's moving and then just go through all the they, walls of all they, the cabins. They, yeah. They jump, well, I mean, if there's a wall, <laughs> then they're going to smack on the wall yeah, like, yeah, a, right, you know, right, right, right. a cartoon yeah. character or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's just I'm blown away by this. I was. My science teacher told me that they can't have diving boards on pools for that reason. And I don't know how they do it because the Seventh pool also teacher. has like a stage that lifts up and down. So they're like there's videos out there because Mario Lopez was hanging Was this on a it. gay cruise, Nick? Maybe I was on the Atlantis one. There's a lot of pageantry for it to be a straight cruise. There was. Because you they also had a, saw Wizard of Oz. Parade. I forgot about the parade, too. So (laughs) the very last night, they have this uh, pirate parade on, like, the main Royal Promenade deck. And we're like, okay, what is this parade? How do you have a parade on a cruise ship? So the cruise ship expands basically um, the entire length of the Magic Kingdom, I think. If you're familiar with Walt Disney World. Um, Not at all. I don't know if you guys have been there before. (laughs) So (laughs) they had floats on this parade there was a top gun float there was a pirate ship um the music that they were playing for it was like current music but they remixed it to be piratey it was basically gayer than it was gayer oh, than the cool. gay pride parade i, I looked at sean i'm like this is <laughs> the gayest thing i've seen and i don't know if i liked it or if i loved it or what but there was confetti it was a lot <laughs> and uh, and, and then there's Wizard of Oz. Yeah. If the, yeah, if the cruise wasn't gay enough, they yeah, were the performing Wizard of Oz. The main show that they did was the Wizard of Oz. We got to see, we were the very first audience to see the show. It was still in what they consider dress rehearsals. And they basically warned us at the beginning, like, hey, the show might stop halfway through if we feel something's not right or off. Um, we actually got to see the entire performance. So we were excited about it. Um, the actress playing Dorothy, her real name is Ruby. Which is really cool that um, oh, she that is cool. That's cool. Um, plays that part. If you're not, or is that a stripper name? Mm-hmm. Like before oh, she made it into after dark, theater. maybe. Yeah. Do they have midgets for the munchkins? <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that, <laughs> little Chris. People. Alex, don't cut that. You can't <laughs> say that. I, I think I'm pretty. I don't think it's offensive yet. The Eskimos say that. He said you can't say midgets. I think I can say that. Like out of anybody on the show, I think I'm allowed to say that word. Or maybe it was the Alaskan the Alaskan people. Fair. I don't know. Seriously, <laughs> 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 like, what do I mean for the munchies? Do they have to have like, uh, like normal size people walk around on their knees? No, they just have normal size people. But no, they you can't. Or just uh, acting. That's kind of racist. Actually, that's yeah. more racist than saying the word. You know, the M word, midget. What that's word? more racist. Right. What word was that? <laughs> Can I repeat that again? I, I did. I did get to see Nick. I did, I saw another influencer kind of posted a short little snippet from Wizard of Oz and the, the, from the same cruise that you were on. The set it, looked amazing. The set was incredible. Uh, it was so, so beautiful. Badass. The way that they started out the show is very kind of old fashioned. Um, all the costumes and the stage was like in a sepia color. And then oh, wow. once they yeah. once they go into Oz, everything went into widescreen. So when it goes in the widescreen, you see the orchestra. They had a 17-piece wow. or- live orchestra on there playing violins and piccolos and flutes and everything. Huh. It was just insane. And Dorothy flew over the audience like she was just, yeah. It was. Wait, why yeah. was Dorothy flying um, on your mushrooms? Uh, <laughs> it might have been on, might have been on shirt. It's not legal. It's not legal bringing shrooms on. But if I did, she was flying over the audience. Um, so when the tornado came through and took her off to Oz, 
um, she f- flew over the audience in her bed. Oh, so her like the whole house uh, flew. Not in this story, the version. It was just her bed. It was yeah. just her bed. But um, hmm. the witch was flying on a bike at one point, and then her broomstick later. And it was really cool. It was an awesome story that definitely can be taken to Broadway. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's all I got. What'd you guys do? Anything? Nothing. <laughs> no, I worked. I, I, it was it work. Was I promise. <laughs> that is not work, Nick. You can even ask my Nick. You can ask Sean. He. We're both exhausted. No, it was a very busy three days. There were way too many pictures of you smiling that you oh, posted yeah. on Facebook. People who go to work don't smile. They don't post pictures on the okay, that was work. funny. Yeah, that's, that's a, true. No, that's a, they don't. Yeah, it's true. Well, they gave yeah. us an open bar tab too, and I I don't drink much anymore, but there was free liquor, so I had to try it. Yeah, it's it it for been research. Bankrupt if nice. Scott went. It's for research. Be right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's like, I can swim there. Where's it at now? Well, that's the thing too. So, because it wasn't a normal sailing, it was a three night cruise. They took us to their private island the one day, but the first day we were out at sea. Um, and by out at sea, I mean we were probably twenty miles off the coast of Florida. Um, we could see Florida, and there's a helicopter flying all around us all day long. Just they were taking pictures for marketing purposes. And then the gay crews pulled up next to us, and it was just, it was a happy day. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. And if you want to go on Icon of the Seas, you just call Nick. or Don't don't call him. Don't call him. We're not going to give out his number. Just go to the website, sandpipervacations.com, and book, you know, fill out the little form. Just make sure you tell him that the New New Friends podcast sent you, because... uh, we love to know that. We love to know. Who yeah, and we are doing a, a special um, promotion. If you book a cruise on the Icon of the Seas, we are giving up to $200 onboard credits for anybody oh. that books before what? the end of February. So that's, that's a lot of money. $200 wow. that you can use at the casino, you can use for strippers, oh, cocaine, really? whatever you want to use it for. I'm sure. <laughs> that um, escalated very quickly. You <laughs> sold me a casino. Wow. Yeah. Um, Sarah, this is right up your alley because you, I think, Nick, if I'm not mistaken, you can buy now and you pay can. later yeah. for the cruise. They do oh. have um, an option called Uplift where you can buy now, pay later. Or when you book your cruise, it's only $250 per person deposit for Royal Caribbean. And you can pay it off over time and gives you plenty of time to book your next vacation for the summer or next year, or 2026, whatever you want to go. That's, That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they have a, do they have a, I, um, I love, uh, they have a decent hospital and ship or on them on board, right? They do. Unfortunately, I had to visit um, because oh. I needed some seasick pills. But uh, yeah, nothing. I didn't, no. I didn't write my. That was just first aid. That oh, wasn't yeah. the hospital. I didn't write my Achilles or anything. Yeah. That wasn't the ED. No, I no. was thinking maybe like because I could go around Emily's due date with her and then just like oh. <laughs> They, and they have a nursery on there, so you could just. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I could pass up this two hundred dollars on board credit. That's four. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good. That's a good deal. Well, you don't have to. You can book for whenever, right, Nick? Yeah. Like you yeah. book, yeah, where, but you, I don't want to wait. I want to be there with an infant. But that. if you know, if it happens when we're on the ship, it happens. I can't control the well, birth you, of my child. You right? can make your next baby. You decided not to pull out. You can make your next baby on board. <laughs> you yeah, make another baby. Yeah, yeah, or you gonna, can book the Atlantis so cruise if you're into that too. Whatever. I'm, I'm not judging. I might have to give that a try. Yeah, I might have to give that a try. We'll, we'll see what fatherhood looks like. I might, I might, I might be doing that. <laughs> it's a solo Atlantis cruise. <laughs> so, um, Chris, did you get all the uh, poop nuggets cleaned out of the carpet? Are we good there? How's everything with your rug? Uh, poop nuggets are off the carpet. Uh, 
do I regret it a little bit? Sure, because that could have been a contemporary piece, like a of modern art. I've seen that museum. <laughs> I went there with SG, and it was uh, it looked exactly like most of the art I saw in the modern wing of the of the uh, of the art museum. Not knocking any artists, but your out your your art does look like dog shit smeared on a carpet. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> So uh, they did have a urinal. So they did. They did. See? Uh, so, yes, uh, I did clean up the shit on my carpet. And then I had to uh, the next day. Let me see. Was it the next day? No. The chaos waited until Saturday. So Wednesday was the uh, was the shit show. Snowed on Friday, which was great. You know, uh, picking up snow, shoveling snow with a uh, recovering from a from an injury. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Uh it, it it made up for the two years that you haven't had so right. snow because you sent me those pictures. Right. It was like yeah, it was yeah a was, snow yeah. oasis. Yeah, I get I get a, I get a house and it hasn't snowed for two years. I get a house that snows twice in one week. So the did that hurt your Achilles? Like w- like when it's cold here, my knees hurt. Oh because yeah, I'm old. yeah. It's um it doesn't tickle Scott. It's it's the absolute worst. <laughs> it's the absolute worst. So. What hurts even more is when I can't rest, which is exactly what happened this week. So I do the snow. I come in, um, FaceTime with Emily's mom, and uh, Emily's running the dishwasher, or so I thought. I was like, oh, you know, dishwasher sounds pretty pretty strong, pretty strong stream, huh? She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you don't hear that running water? I was like, you doing the wash? So like, no, I haven't touched any of those things. Big surprise. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Alex, cut that, please. I'll give you twenty dollars. No, Alex, that. do not cut that. <laughs> so, I'll give you forty to keep so, it. <laughs> so, uh, go down to the basement. And the utility sink that overflows from the sewage line collapsed a couple months ago. Totally full overflowing. Oh. Just totally. And not only is it overflowing, it had been overflowing for like an hour. So my... The sump pump wasn't working? Oh, it was like... <laughs> it, was, it was so loud. Nick, are I you looked, okay? I, 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 I looked to see, I was like, did Nick do a surprise visit? It's Nick down here. Wait <laughs> until he was in town. So uh, water all over the sewage, water all over the floor. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I used to throw the basement out. I just, I just dumped dirt in it. There's no, there's no coming back from that. Right now. Luckily it was because the, well, not luckily it sucks. My sewage line broke again. So you have to go through insurance and you do stuff like this. Right. So they go in. I didn't talk about this. Did at you tell all. them that some of the sewage got in the carpet in the office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, <laughs> they just took you to I've cut the carpet out like I was going to do anyway. So. The um, <laughs> when I had this problem a couple months ago, the the first guy that came here uh, didn't want to do anything. I was like, "Did you find anything? Are you gonna run a camera down the sewage line?" He's no. He just pulled some dirt out of there, but nothing crazy. And I was like, I said to him, "I was like, so there's nothing. You're not gonna run a camera? No. Have a good day." And he like left. I was like, oh, okay. And uh, so the the company calls. He's like, "Hey, how are hey, we just following up? How how did it go?" I was like, "To be honest, you're not good." Um. He cleared the line that the township came and cleared yesterday. So he did nothing. Uh, he said he pulled. He said he pulled dirt out of the pipes, out of the sewage line. Like, I'm not, be dirt. I was like, Shouldn't I'm not dirt. an expert plumber, but I don't remember like flushing any dirt down the toilet. Like I don't think there should be right. dirt in the pipes. So they sent someone out. There was a break in the line, and they so they're like, "Yeah, we're going to replace half of the sewage line." Nick's an expert plumber. He's got no problem cleaning <laughs> out pipes. We're, we're really going to replace that. half of the sewage line. 
I'm like, so they replaced. I was like, okay, I guess I'll take it. So they replaced half of the line. And the, when the guy's doing the line, I said, don't you want to like do the rest of it? He's like, oh no, we had, we have to run a camera and the insurance company won't pay for that. I was like, well, how much would that be? It's like hundred bucks. Like the insurance company won't pay a hundred dollars to run a line. So they can just do the job in one shot. It's like, yeah, man, we're at the mercy of them. So that was three weeks ago. It just backed up again because the other half of the sewage line broke. So hold up. Yes. When they said it was a hundred bucks, why didn't you just pay the hundred bucks? Because my insurance company, I can't, I can't tell them what to do. They, they got to listen to the insurance company. I can't do yeah, that because I, I you can't Scott, just, and then it's wait. Then, then they're like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. You, now you, now mm-hmm. you touched it. Now you did it. Oh, you got to play. You got to gotcha. play their game. It's fr- it's very okay. frustrating. Gotcha. Waiting, I'm waiting for a callback from Monday. Uh, currently it's Wednesday. So, uh, you're at their mercy. So anyway, so now it backed up again. So they are coming back out. Uh, so what did I do? As soon as there was a flood in the basement, I said to Emily, it's like, oh, yeah, if you don't mind, if you, you know, clean the, I'm going to make some phone calls. So I just, uh, I played like angry birds on my phone for like 40 minutes. And then I, <laughs> and then I called the, uh, then I called the uh, insurance company. So, so she came on, you made her phone. clean up the sewage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your pregnant wife. It was diluted sewage. <laughs> there was so much clean water. But anyway, so still waiting for a call back for them to, re- to replace everything else. But anyway, so the problem was my toilet. You know when your toilet's going bad, like the mechanism inside, it, it you flush it and it just keeps running and running and running and running and running. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. It was running. Isn't and it running. called like a cock and ball or something? Well, wait, I, two totally different like? comments here. <laughs> Isn't it called like a a cock and ball or uh, something yeah, like that? It's a and not ball. what the person at Home Depot called it, but um, maybe um, on the streets. Yeah, maybe on the streets. So yeah, all four of my toilets are constantly yeah, running. Right. I have to go and jiggle, right. jiggle the little thing. So <laughs> yeah, so 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 when you don't have a backed up sewage line, it's fine. You just pay a little bit more for water that month, but you know it doesn't back up into your house. But when the water can't get out to the street, it just goes all into your basement. Uh, so mm, that so mm. it was it was mostly clean water. I'd say like ninety eight percent. Uh, water two percent piss so it was like not bad right um what about the shit we didn't we didn't poop yet that day so it was like in the morning <laughs> it was in the morning okay yeah it was in the morning well do you know how the gays clean out our sewage line uh chipotle <laughs> <laughs> I, can like, you imagine a gay plum coming i call him like yeah my sewage back up did you try just stuffing a burrito down the, the sewer line <laughs> 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 did you try some guac <laughs> Plumber, plumber comes to my house, burritos stuck in all the pipes. Like, what, what are you doing here? So anyway, so um, so my dad comes over and he's like, "We got to fix this toilet." I was like, uh, "All right, all right," because my dad, my dad uh, cannot let things go for a long period of time. So I told him this, this, the, the bathroom thing, the, the toilet was bad. I said, "It's not a big deal. It's not time sensitive." He comes over with the. I didn't buy it, so he comes over. He said, "Did you get that thing?" I was like, "No." So he comes over like a half hour later. He, Brand new from Home Depot buys the whole mechanism. We're going to go replace it. It's like, okay, all right, all right. So you go upstairs. You have to take the tank off the back of the toilet. I get the big job. So we get everything assembled. We get the old piece out, put the new piece in. We put the tank on the um, <laughs> on the toilet, and uh, I just bought some new power tools. So I'm really excited to use them. Oh, really God. So you have them. random holes everywhere, don't you? So there's two bolts that hold on the tank, right? <laughs> And uh, I was like, why would I hand tighten these bolts when I have a power <laughs> ratchet that right. is so much faster? So I put it on the bolt and I'm pressing real soft. I'm, like, oh, I'm going to crank this shit up and I just press it as hard as, hard as it can go and pop. 
you shouldn't be using power tools on a ceramic toilet. I've learned because I tightened the belt way too much and the toilet exploded. So, <laughs> so now, not so now we just, it was the most frustrating thing. Cause we spent like an hour getting this mechanism out and in just to have to go out and buy a new toilet completely. So then we had to go to Home Depot and just get a whole new toilet. So, um, my shit show of a week has continued. Literally, oh, literal, my literal shit show of a week. Literally. Yeah, stay tuned because the plumbing uh, plumbers haven't called. Uh, guarantee it's going to back up again, and um, uh, and hopefully it will be after a pee and not a poo because um, cleaning up the poo from the basement might be. Uh, I, I might have to sell the house if that happens. I, <laughs> if, if, if something besides water comes up from that from that utility sink, this the uh, I might have to move in with one of you guys because I think I might have to abandon ship. Yes, you can move in here. That would be fun. Okay. We'd have so much fun. Cool. Deal. Done. I live in the West Wing. The West Wing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. With us, so I, if you've noticed, I'm, I'm not really doing the, the shout outs um, at the end of the podcast anymore. And uh, it's important to me that we support all of our friends' podcasts and, and YouTube channels. So I'm like looking for kind of unique ways to do it. You know, Dane came on last week. So with us... Uh, is the sophisticated gentleman to talk about season two of Cases of Continuity. Now, SG, I got to tell you, I'm, I, I've missed uh, Travels and Tribulations, but you are super busy. You are balls deep in science right now and a lot of things going on there. Who's balls deep in what? Science. Science. Oh. Nick, I didn't know you literally <laughs> changed your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so season two of... <laughs> I, I was I'm wondering how you respond to that. That was uh I, I, I had no response. Uh, so season two of Cases of Continuity ironically deals with two individuals who for many years people have theorized are actually engaged in a gay relationship. Dr. Holmes and really? Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Hmm. Watson. Are you pandering so, or is that true? No, I feel like that's something that people say a lot. Is that not a common I've heard that theory. Not that I didn't worry. Is this like Bert and Ernie? I'd say Bert and Ernie, yeah. Yeah. Well, Bert and Ernie are a classic as well. Or um, Seinfeld and the, you know, shorter guy, right? Weren't they? Or I've never seen Seinfeld. Really? Were they not? I did see a sex tape of them. <laughs> and they kind of look like Bert and Ernie. But... I didn't know if it was canon or not. But anyways, with season two of Case of Continuity, I am now going from a movie series in season one to a book series in season two digging into the original nine Sherlock Holmes books written by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, looking at the individual cases that Sherlock Holmes solved and also some of the recurring characters throughout those mysteries and really just seeing how the characters developed throughout that. So I'm looking forward to digging into each one, looking at a completely different time period. Last time I was looking at the mid-20th century. Now I'm looking at Victorian England, which I think will be a really neat way to Mm. look at how books were published back then, serialized in magazines, things of that nature. And I'm super excited to be discussing not just the books, but also how each of those individual mysteries were applied to a variety of different ways that you've probably seen on screen, whether it's the Sherlock TV show or the old-fashioned 1940s Basil Rathbone movies or the Robert Downey Jr. movies. So I'm super excited to look at that source material, dig into that, and then see how it's been applied in other senses. I, I love that. Okay, so the, during the first season, you did uh, Cases of Continuity, 
James Bond. So you'd watch the James Bond movie, you talk about the continuity and the history and stuff behind it. I love how you have so much on your plate right now. So you're like, you know what? Let's dissect a whole book. Let me re- let me task myself with reading a book a week of uh, Sherlock Holmes and dissecting it and doing the history on it. Yeah, well, that's why I wait until February because, you know, I figured I'll put it off a month and then I made the mistake of making a trailer saying it was coming out in early February. So now I'm committed to early February. Yeah, so, you sound like me buying something on my credit card. Ah, word precisely. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's 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 really exciting because uh, Sherlock Holmes is someone that I've always wanted to dig into. Wait. Hmm. No. Wait a second. Nick's like, uh, uh, I'll be no. Sherlock Holmes. Well, I went to, I, I saw the, um, okay, you're going to have to help me out with this. There was this one story where there was a snake in the vent. Yeah, the speckled band. Speckled Band. I saw that on uh, at the Water Jones. Street Theater, oldest oldest theater in America. Actually, saw that oh. uh, saw that play there. Uh, very interesting. Love a good mystery. Love a good whodunit, if you will. So really excited to hear uh, hear this this series on it because I don't know if I'll read the book, but maybe I'll read the cliff notes on the book uh, and then <laughs> listen to the listen to the episode because I I, I really like. Um, I really like murder mysteries, and I don't know if Sherlock Holmes is all murder mysteries or not. Are they? No, they're not all murder mysteries. And there's like okay. a number of completely random left field ones that you'd be like, "Why is this person talking to Sherlock Holmes?" And <laughs> then he solves the mystery. Yeah, no, I'm really excited for that because I, I love a good mystery. Like schools may be able to play your podcast as kind of like a supplemental guide when they're reading Sherlock Holmes. This is brilliant. Oh, I hope not, but <laughs> I don't. I don't want to subject the children of the modern age to have to listen to my voice. <laughs> Stop it! Well, uh, sophisticated gentlemen, thank you so much for swinging by. I'm so excited. I, I, you know, I'm so excited anytime someone's creating content and you're so passionate about your craft. And you know, you're on Diz His a lot. You, you're balls deep into science, and now you're doing mm. um, uh, Sherlock Holmes reading that. So. Much respect for yeah. you. You're killing it. Love you. Miss you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for giving me this platform as well. Appreciate it, y'all. Of course, man. I also, th- uh, Ryan, before you get off, um, I want to get off real quick <laughs> and uh, tell you <laughs> that uh, I, I am go- I'm working on a new T-shirt design. Um, I was going to make it say, I love cases of continuity, but I thought it was a little long. So I'm just going to abbreviate <laughs> it. Uh, my, our new, I love cock shirts will be out, uh, will be out next week. <laughs> the COC. And we lost Ryan already. <laughs> COC, 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 good old COC. Um, <laughs> Uh, sophisticated gentlemen, you are more than welcome to stick around for uh, Chris's cliff notes, which are coming right now. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Chris. You got any cliff notes? I do. It's been quite the show. A lot of stuff's happened, so nothing can stop this little boy from recapping the day. The Chris's cliff notes way. We started off the episode talking about how Sarah is afraid to ride the Tower of Terror. I was scared to ride it at first, too, Sarah, but uh, Nick's penis is not as scary as I thought it would be. (laughs) Scott's wife said uh, she likes to get some color. Scott replied, see, told you you could say that word. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, 
Scott put together a really nice birthday compilation for Sarah, which was really great. Uh, we only got one complaint on it. Lewis ended his shout out with something in Spanish. I'm surprised Scott kept it in because he did text him back asking him to resend it in American. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Nick talked about how he doesn't know where he is anymore because he's exhausted from traveling. Reminds me of my toes because uh, I have no idea where they are anymore. Not because I'm exhausted, but because I'm morbidly obese and I haven't seen them in months. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Nick was talking about how he was on the Royal Caribbean cruise and met the umpire of the Savannah Bananas. He then boarded the Atlantis cruise and met 45 more umpires of bananas. <laughs> <laughs> There are pitchers and catchers. <laughs> <laughs> Nick talked about this impressive thing on the cruise ship where uh, there's like this gaping fountain that shoots water or something like 10 decks high. Uh, after Sean was done climaxing, they went, then went to the water show at the Opera Bowl. Oh boy. And lastly, Nick talked about how he watched the Wizard of Oz on the cruise ship. Now, fun fact, I actually auditioned to be one of the munchkins on the cruise ship. And I was awarded the role for Dorothy's house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Chris. It's been quite the show. A lot of stuff's happened, so nothing can stop this little boy from recapping the day. You can connect with us. All of our social media links are right there on our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. While you're there, check out our really sweet merchandise. Join our clubhouse and become a Patreon member. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube. Uh, so we, when we go live on Wednesday nights, if you want to watch. On behalf of this sophisticated gentleman, our producer, Alex, Nick, Sarah, Chris, I'm Scott. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye, bitches.
Waiting on phone.